I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. But I really feel in my heart that I need to clarify and define what is happening on the inside of many of you, I would say all of you, because we are members of the body of Christ. We are one body, but members in particular. Jesus is the head. So if he's dealing with the, the church, he's not just doing it. In, he's doing it individually, but he's dealing with the body of Christ corporately. And what I've learned as a minister and, and 35 to 36 years of ministry, what I've learned is the way I operate is a lot is a lot of times God will be dealing with me. He will be working in me. And then once the reworking process has begun or the thing he wants to impart to me has begun and it's in the process of really coming forth and being birthed, then he lets me and allows me to minister to the people that he brings across my path. And that's kind of like how I feel that tonight's word is going to go. It's, 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 it's something that's been going on on the inside of me. And now I understand what's happening. And now I'm going to clarify what's happening on the inside of you. Now, this word is going to mean something different to each and every one of you. It's going to mean something different. Um, and so you just have to hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say to you. He that has ears to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say to you. And when a person's moving in a prophetic gifting or prophetic office, you will hear what they're saying, but you'll also hear what God is saying on the inside of you. I pray that you will have ears to hear what God is saying unto you. So I just want to put into words the prophetic insight as to what many of you are experiencing right now, the time and the season that we are in right now. And the title of this Facebook Live is The Reworking Process. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to share a scripture with you before we get started. I wasn't sure where I would use the scripture, but I feel like the Holy Ghost is saying, you read it to them now. It says in Daniel chapter 2, verse 19 and 22, it said, During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He disposes kings and he raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals the deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and the light dwells with him. So we are in a season of God. Uh, changing things, reworking us, reworking his church, reworking his body. He changes times and seasons. We're in a season of great change. And, and, and that's why a lot of us are feeling something on the inside of us. It is a time of reworking. I'm going to define reworking. It's an altered or revised version of something. You work again or anew to reprocess something 
for further use. The synonyms are alter, change, make over, modify, recast, redo, refashion, remodel, remake, and revamp. Now, my house in New Jersey, I was thinking about this. We have a sunroom, and those of you that have been to my house know what that sunroom looks like. And in that sunroom, I think my husband, not me, my husband has redone that sunroom three times. It's the same structure, same layout. Three times he has redone that sunroom. And that's what I feel God is doing with us. We're the same us. We're the same person. But there is a remodeling, a reworking. God is doing a new thing. And many of you perceive it. And some of you have been going through this process. You don't really understand what is going on. And that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to define what is happening on the inside of you and also inside of of the universal church. Now, in October of 2018, Angel Garrett, uh, Marcia, uh, and myself, we were all ministering in my Roar event. I must have heard over and over and over on the inside of me, I kept hearing, I am writing a new story, a new chapter in the stories of my people. It is the dawn of a new day. I am doing a new thing. I am rewriting a new, I'm writing a brand new chapter on the inside of the hearts of my people. Here's the scripture he kept saying to us when we were there. Um, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. Forget the former things. And remember, you have to hear what God is saying to you. Re forget the former things. Do not dwell on the things of the past. See, I am doing a new thing. <laughs> All right, let's we'll get into that. That's why many of you have been bored because you know you your God wants to do a new thing. And if we keep rehearsing and rehashing the old, you're gonna continue in that state of boredom. Okay. God said, I am doing a new thing. That old stale thing is over. I am doing a new thing. And I'm endeavoring to steer the ship, steer the church into a new phase, a new place of purpose and destiny. Just like individual ministers and ministries have phases, times, and seasons. So does the church, the universal church, have phases, times, and seasons. And God is the author and he is the finisher of the times and the seasons. Okay, So he is doing a new thing. That stale thing is over. That old thing is over, passed away. Now, what that means, I don't personally totally understand yet. But we are in the process of listening to the voice of the Good Shepherd, voice of another we are not following. We're in the process of hearing what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. And that's why it's very important for us to have ears to hear, tune into our spirit, to hear the voice of God as to what he is saying to each and every one of you individually. So he says, I am doing a new thing. He says, now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Now, in October at our Roar event of 2018, we were hearing it, but now I can honestly say we're unbegin we started to perceive it as November began to unfold. We began to perceive that something is different. Something has, is changing. Now, where do you uh, perceive? 
And where did we first sense that change? We didn't see it on the outside. We began to perceive something on the inside, that the new order, the old order of things was passing away. What I had in my heart was, it seemed like God was coming in and he was like taking that, like, like a chalkboard or a slate, and he was taking his hand, the finger of God was coming in and he was wiping the old order of things away. He was wiping away the way that things were written and he was wanting to write a new thing, okay? Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. So he kept saying that. He kept saying, I'm doing a new thing. I am writing a new chapter in my people's story and they perceive it. Some of them don't understand it. It's in the process of being written in their hearts. My question to you is, and I've asked my team, do you know the new chapter title of, 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 of this part in your story? God is going to give you the title of that chapter. I'm an author, I've written several books. And God, you know, God has always given me the chapter titles as we entered into a new part of that story. There is a chapter title. Pray about it. Ask God, what is the new chapter title? Pastor Andy, you're a writer. You know, you get chapter titles to your books. And it's just another phase of and part of that story. Let's go on. Isaiah 42, 9. It says, see the former things. Now understand that these are the scriptures I prophetically have for you tonight. I, I, I have heard them from God, and I know that these are for you tonight. Isaiah 42, 9. See, the former things have taken place. And new things, God said, I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. God doesn't do anything unless he reveals it to his servants, the prophets, first. And that's what he's beginning to do. He's beginning to write the vision on the tablets of our hearts so that we can begin to run with this vision as we read it. We're in that process. We're still in the process of hearing what the spirit of the Lord has to say. He is beginning to announce it to us. Now, heading into November, I, I'm going to tell you what I sensed and felt on the inside of me, just to, to try to explain and articulate what you may be feeling. As I entered into November after this amazing event that we had at, at our Roar, our Roar, uh, uh, the Roar event, as I, we, I entered into November of 2018, I began to notice that when I looked on the inside of me, I began to notice that that the part of my heart that was once so full, full of vision, full of focus, full of knowing exactly where to go and what to do and what to say, I suddenly came to a place where I was empty on the inside. It was like when I looked on the inside, it was like a vast um, hole, so to speak. I looked on the inside and there was nothing there. Now, I wasn't sad. I wasn't upset. I wasn't depressed. I just knew that God was doing a new thing. And I knew that the old order of things had passed away. And that I had to posture myself in a place of prayer in a place of hearing what he has to say so that he could put the new on the inside of me. And as time went on, the spirit of God began to say to me, Margie, and I was beginning to understand. He said, Margie, what I'm doing in my people and in my church 
is, is I'm putting new wine into my body, new wine into leaders, new wine into all of the church. Just because you're not in fivefold ministry, you have a huge part in what God is doing in this day and in this hour. As a matter of fact, huge part. The believer's ministry, as we come into the fullness of what's happening in the next year, two years, we're going to see believers flowing in the full measure of the believer's ministry, which is March 16, laying hands on the sick, the sick recovering, um, going into the highways and byways and compelling people to come to Jesus and signs and wonders following the believer. Okay, that's why you've been raised up. You've been raised up for such a time as this. And the fivefold ministry gifts have been equipping you and equipping you and equipping you. And it's time for you to rise. It's time for you to shine. I for you to move into this dimension of anointing. And just like those of us that are in, in ministry, when we minister publicly, publicly, you know, we have to take a step of faith. We take that step of faith and God meets us. It's the same with you in the marketplace and in your believer's ministry. You take that step of faith and God meets you. But I'm telling you, the anointing is rising. It's rising in the church, rising in the body of Christ. We're living in very exciting times. So as I entered into November of 2018, I, I looked on the inside and there was a great big hole, something on the inside. And because I've been doing this a long time, I didn't get frustrated. And, and that, that says a lot. I didn't get frustrated. I didn't get upset. I just was like, you know what, God, this is you. This is not me. I perceive that this is you. You're doing something new. And I'm not personally going to do anything until I've heard from God. My team knows how I am. I surprise you. We straw, I retreat, and I step back. Because unless I know God is in something, I'm not doing it. Listen, this is what we don't want. We don't want wood, hay, and stubble. So when we stand before God, the works that we did in our flesh get burned up. Okay? So the reason why many are sick and weak is because they're, they're not discerning the Lord's voice and the Lord's body. And they're doing things in the flesh. And they're doing things out of their own desires and selfish ambition and pride. Therefore, people are getting burned out. People are getting weary. They're growing weary and well-going. Well, what we want is we want, thus saith the Lord. What do you want us to do, God? We're not going to follow after the pattern of somebody else or just because somebody else is doing it. Lord, we want to follow you fully. We want to be like uh, Caleb. We want to be that man and that woman that we follow you fully. And I believe that there is something very unique that God wants to do with many of you who are listening tonight. There was a uniqueness about many of you. And there's something very unique. I believe that God wants to, to do in churches that are represented here. Something that has never been done before. Well, what is that? I actually don't know. But I believe that we need to be open and yielded to the Holy Spirit. So when that new begins to arise and that new begins to flow up out of us, John 7, 38, that we will we will flow in the fullness of what he wants to do. He's, he's waiting for a people who will yield to him and not always have preconceived ideas and not always flow in the pattern according to man. God said to Moses, listen, Moses, when you build the ark, See that you do all things according to the pattern that's been showed you on the mount. I need you to seek me. 
I need you to understand what I'm saying to you. I need you to come unto me, all you that are laboring and are heavy laden and are tired. I want you to come to me. Let prayer be your first work. Come unto me and seek me. You will find me. Come to me and I'll begin to write on the tablet of your heart what I want you to say, what I want you to do, and how I want you to do it. And if if you don't know, then as you've come to me, you are basically doing what Jeremiah 2 says. I don't know the exact verses, but you're getting filled up. And therefore, you're no longer a broken cistern that can hold no water. And then when you come to me, you're filled with my, 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 my presence. You will begin to minister out of that overflow, and you will have greater success. Okay? So as we headed into November, there was like a giant hole or an emptiness on the inside. The Holy Ghost said to me later, after a couple months, after I just waited and asked, he said, I cannot put new wine into old wineskins. So I'm doing something new in you. And I want you just to wait on me. And in this moment, in that this time, there was an internal stillness and a quietness. I, I, could, I didn't even hear his voice. I don't know how it's been with you guys. But I wasn't even really hearing anything. I was just like, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. It's like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. Whatever it is, Lord, you want me to do, I will do. Not my will, your will be done. And when he prayed that prayer of surrender, God was able to work in him to such a degree that when he was done in that prayer of surrender, he came out of that place of prayer and he was strengthened with my by the Holy Spirit and he was able to fulfill the purpose for which he was born. You see, my friends, before God ever formed you in your mother's womb, he put purpose and ordained purpose um, on the inside of you. And what we want to do is we want to live um, in purpose, in destiny. We don't want to live outside of our purpose. A lot of people, and I don't know why I'm hearing this, the reason why many are sick and are tired and are going through some of the things is because we deviated from the purpose for our lives. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a plan. It's very important to find out your purpose and, 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 and flow out of that purpose, okay? So there was an internal quietness and a stillness. I just was like, you know, God, I'm going to be still, and I'm going to know that you're God. This is not my ministry. This is not my work. If I had, if I, well, not really, but I've thought about it. If I had it my way, I could just retire. You know, my husband's talking about retiring. I'm saying to myself, you got to be kidding. I said, hon, listen, you can retire, but I'm not going to retire. I'm going to refire. Okay, you know, there's no retiring from the call of God in your life. There's no retiring from the purpose and the plan of God from your life. There's no retiring. Let me tell you, each and every one of you, you have been born like Esther for such a time as this. God has raised you up for this purpose to make you God's mouthpiece. You, ha you are his handiwork. You're created in Christ Jesus. You're called for good works. You're called to live in this time and in this season. Okay, so what did you do? Well, you know what I'm going to say. What did I do? This is what I do. This is what I always do. When I, I feel like I do or I have a whatever, I go into prayer. And I, when I don't know how to pray, and I know you could probably guess what it is, those of you that are commenting, yeah, you know what I'm going to say. I went to praying in tongues. When I don't know what to do, 
I don't know what God is saying. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. Listen, but how be it in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So I was praying out of Ecclesiastes 3. I was praying out of my spirit, the mysteries of God. I was praying out the purpose, praying out the destiny, praying out of that place of where eternity is hidden in my heart. And I just prayed in the Holy Ghost, prayed in the Holy Ghost. And, and you have to think about your life like this. Your life is like, to many of us, is like a, a mystery book. You know, we don't always know how it's going to turn out when we read a mystery book at the end. And it's like a mystery. So chapter by chapter by chapter until we come to the end, we find out exactly what happens. Okay, it's like mysteries. Everything, every, every, you know, all, when you think you've got it all figured out, here comes another clue into that mystery, into that book, into that story. And this is what's happening to you. You are in the dawn of a new day. It's the time of a new chapter. And when you don't know what to do or what God is saying, you pray in the Holy Ghost and you're praying the mystery. So this is a time, this is a season for you to do more praying than you've done here before. You go through seasons of a lot of prayer and then seasons where what I call regular prayer. Regular prayer for me may not be the regular kind of prayer for you. You much is given, much is required. So you have to know for yourself what does God require of me. So I, took, I went to praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost, okay? And then I started praying Habakkuk 2, 1 through 3, and I'm praying it for you as well. Lord, I'm going to set myself upon the rampart. I'm going to watch to see what you're going to say to me. And I set myself to seek the Lord. And, and I set myself, I said, Lord, write the vision on the tablet of my heart. Lord, the, the slate is clean. There's nothing there. There's no um, that thing you get on the inside. Lord, there, it's not there, that vision vision that causes us to run that we when we read it, it gives us strength Lord, write the vision on the tablet of my heart he's still in the process of doing that okay so as we come into 2018 and as the new year has unfolded what's been going on you know what's going on and we're seeing it all around us there has been a lot of shaking okay there's a shaking in your family a shaking in relationships there's been a shaking in churches there's been a shaking in people's careers. I've seen people move out. I've seen people move in. I've seen people being shaken. I've never seen so much shaking in all the years I've been in ministry. There's a lot of um, alignment taking place. People are, are being uh, aligned here and taken out over here. And there's just a lot of alignment, okay? Now, we're seeing both a shaking and alignment in church leadership as well as those who are attending churches. Okay, listen, your desires are changing. Follow your heart. Follow the desire of your heart. When you put God first place in your life, you can listen to the desire of your heart. Your intuition, you know, can, you know or your conscience can be a guide. You sense the Lord is moving you out and moving you into something new. Don't resist him. Don't be like the horse and the mule that has to be pulled about with bits. Allow the Holy Spirit, listen, to work in you, both to will and to do of his pleasure. If you're uncomfortable with the direction he's taking you, pray. If you don't feel comfortable or if you don't feel like you're ready, pray. He will show you the way in which you are to go. Listen, you've got to take that step of faith. If you know God is in it or you sense he's in it, 
it's time for you to to go ahead and 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 uh, uh, do what he's telling you to do. So there's a lot of shaking. Now I'm going to read you from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25 through 29. Now I want to say this. I know we live in the time of grace, and 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 it's it's grace, and everybody's talking grace. But I'm going to tell you, if you read Hebrews chapter 12, I'm, the Bible says that that God asked us to run the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And he asks us to lay aside every sin and the weight that would so easily beset us and, 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 and resist sin and so on and so forth. And the scriptures go on to say in Hebrews 12 that the God was also talking in these verses about not despising the chastening of the Lord. Now, what have you heard recently teaching on the chastening of the Lord? Well, you may be hearing it from me because I'm going to tell you straight up. If you read the scriptures leading up to Hebrews 12, 25, God talks about the chastening of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you what I've been going through in my heart is the chastening of the Lord. He's been dealing with me. He's been dealing with me about my love walk. He's been dealing with me about the motives of my heart. He's been dealing with me about my thought life. He's been dealing with me about what I'm doing with my time. That's because God loves me. He is a good father. Despise not the chastening of the Lord. I said to Maria, I said, Maria, I don't know what this means. You know, we try to figure it out in our heads and we try to get into the emotional realm and the intellectual realm. I said, Maria, I feel like something on the inside of me has died. Something has died, and I don't know what it is. Well, when you don't know, you pray in the Spirit, and you wait on God, and he will show you. But yes, something has died. The old order of things has passed away, and God is doing a new thing. So now we perceive it. Hindsight's twenty twenty. As I came into these last few weeks, I realized what I was experiencing in my spirit was the death of the old so that God could resurrect the new that he desires to do. So let's go on. So Hebrews 12, 25. See, it says here, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warned us from heaven? Okay? At that time, his voice shook the earth, and now he has promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So there's a whole lot of shaking going on. There's a lot of shaking, a lot of alignment. People being shaken over here and people being shaken over there. And let me just say this to those of you that are intercessors, okay? The reason there is so much shaking is because we have given birth to the shaking, okay? Acts chapter 4, I don't know the exact verse, after the disciples and the believers prayed, the Bible says the place, now this is the physical place, but the place where they were assembled was shaken, Okay, now alignment, the shakings cause alignment. When the people prayed for the uh, deliverance of Peter who was kept in prison, what happened? 
Peter came out of prison, the door opened, and he eventually was aligned where he should be. And that was not in prison. There, there was so much, there's so much that prayer has produced. And one of the things it's produced in this new season is the shakings. Now, in this time of the reworking, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I went away without getting into detail to seek God. And I was so desperate to figure out what was going on on the inside of me that I literally prayed the prayer, Psalms 51. And I know people don't think that prayer is scriptural. No, I'm not going to get into that. But I will say this. I was so desperate for change. I was so desperate to hear from God. I was so I am so desperate to be used of God. I am so desperate for revival. I am so desperate for God to have his way. I am so desperate to be everything that God has called me and created me to be. I just started to pray, Lord, I don't even know if this is right to pray or wrong to pray. I don't even know. But all I need to know is I need you to do something new in me. Okay? Okay? I said, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit within me. Lord, I, I know the Holy Spirit's in me, and you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. You're with me always. Again, the Lord created me a clean heart. There's people I need to let go of. There's things I need to let go of. I need to forgive. I need to walk in love. And Lord, I just can't do this on my own. There's none righteous, no, not one. And I can't do this on my own, Lord. I need you. I need grace. I need you to help me. I need you to undergird me. Lord, pray it over and over and over, over and over and over. I said, Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. This is the beauty of the Holy Spirit. This is the beauty. On January 30th, I was going to do a, a, a 6.30 a.m. prayer call, prayer mentoring prayer with, with Faith Scott Gordon and her team from Encompass Global Prayer Group. And it was like three or four o'clock in the morning. The Holy Ghost was downloading this message. And then he said, I want you to share it with the people on Facebook Live. I got to hurry up. It's already 8.34. As God is my witness, I turned on a video that was on my wall. And Ryan Lestrange was preaching and prophesying. And one of the things he said was, and it really ministered to me, he said, what leaders need to do is we need to start praying. Lord, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. So I knew I was being led by the spirit. This is the beauty of the Lord. He will put the prayer in your heart to pray. And then when you pray that prayer, things will happen, things will shift and things will come to pass. Let's go on, okay? Now, there is a working out of your own salvation. Let's go on. The Bible says, for it is God who works in you to will and fill of his pleasure. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. There is a working out of the plan. There is a working out of the purpose. There is a working out of the destiny that he has on the inside of his people individually and collectively as a church. And we have to be open to the change, open to the new, open to what he is doing. Okay, what else is he doing? He wants us to give all old offenses. Okay, we got to let it go. You know, let it go. It is hurting you to hold on to that offense. Let it 
go. Someone said to me recently, I said, how many times am I supposed to forgive? This person said to me, who was an apostle of Jesus Christ, he said 70 times seven in one day. I said, well, that's a big, big pill for me to swallow. But you know what? That's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus said. If Jesus died on the cross and wiped away all my sin so I could be go to heaven and have eternal life, I need to forgive my brother, my sister, forgive the offices, and let it go. You let it go, and you're lighter, you're happier, you're freer, okay? What else is he doing in this time and in this season? There's a reevaluation of our motives of our heart. Why we do what we do, okay? Why we do. Let nothing be done, the Bible says, through selfish ambition and pride. Why are we doing what we're doing, okay? What else? It's time to step up your intimate time with the Lord. All right, I'm saying it again, and I've said it over and over. we got to step up our prayer life. Why? Because when we behold him, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory to glory. And this is what the Holy Ghost said. He said, I am going to pour out of my spirit signs, wonders, and miracles. He said to us in one of our KIU events, he said, he said, you're coming into, and actually we're in it right now, you're coming into a season of alignment, shakings, and miracles. Interesting, that work was two years ago, now we're in it. We're deep in it, okay? But we're also going to see the miracles, the power gifts. As a matter of fact, Pastor Brian, if you're still on, remember the Spirit of God said that your house, your church, Pastor Brian Attenson, would be a house of miracles. That is still yet to come. Hold fast the confession of your faith. Continue to believe God. The Bible says to covet earnestly the gifts of the Spirit. Right now, we are in a season. We need to covet earnestly that the power gifts be in manifestation. So anyway, so when we, we spend time in the presence of God, we're changed into the same image from glory to glory to glory. So my point was, when we spend time with him, it causes him to increase and for us to decrease. Okay? All right, number 11. And I have a question for you, okay? And don't hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Let me ask you a question. Is Jesus really the Lord of your life? Huh? Is he really the Lord of your life? The scripture I kept hearing is, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I'm asking you to do? What is he asking you to do? Is he really Lord of your life? He wants all of us. He wants absolutely everything. The Bible says in Colossians 1.16 that we were created by him and for him. He wants us to be radically committed to him. He wants us to be radical for him. He wants total and complete surrender. Is Jesus your Lord? So we're in this reevaluating time. Jeremiah 1.10, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. There is a removal of the old so that God could do the new. Okay? So what he's doing is Jeremiah 1.10. Uh, just prophetically, the scripture, the a rhema word. What he's doing is he's he's rooting out. He's uprooting. He's pulling down. He's getting us ready. He's reworking us. He's internally reworking us. Why? So that he can come in and build his kingdom. Come in and build his church. Come in and do things that he has desired to do. And manifest his glory. One of the things that keep praying out lately, and this is only lately, is Shekinah. The Shekinah, the Shekinah, the Shekinah glory of God is going to be manifested in the earth. The Shekinah glory of God. I'm going to do a whole study on it. Check it out. Okay, so this is not a time for you and I to regress or protest. 
Instead, it is a time for us to reset, come into agreement with heaven. Say, yes, Lord, not my will, your will be done in my life. Yes, Lord, I will be everything you've called me to be. Yes, Lord, I will forgive that person because it's holding me back. Yes, Lord, I will continue to move in the purpose and the destiny. I will continue to live in the light of eternity. Yes, Lord, radically sold out and committed to him. So come into agreement with heaven and resist the attacks of the enemy. Agree with what heaven is saying about you, your purpose, your destiny, what your church, what he has for you. And number two, what is the Lord and what is the enemy? You know, what is the Lord and what is the enemy? Some things are planted by the enemy. Some people, listen, are planted by the enemy. The scripture that was coming to me today is false brethren have come in unawares. Some people are planted by the enemy. Selfish ambition and pride has caused some people to go into positions of authority. But you know what? God said whatever is going to be shaken is going to be shaken. If they're not planted by me, they will be uprooted. I will shake them out. And the latter end of that person will be worse than the, than the former. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I don't want to be that person that's not flowing in the purposes of God. Okay, lastly, and we're going to close. Remember that what begins in your heart, in your spirit, eventually will line up with the visible. So all this inward working, all this reworking, this whole reworking process and the letting go of the old and the forgiving and, and, and asking God to work in your heart and so on and so forth, being being the clay on the, on the potter's wheel and allowing him to mold you and shape you into the vessel that he wants you to be. You know, God said, I'm calling vessels of honor who are meet for the master's use. I know that we're the righteousness of God. I get it. I was raised under Kenneth E. Hagen and went to Rainbow Bible Training Center. I understand I'm the righteousness of God, but there is a working out of your own salvation. There are people who are vessels of honor and people that are not. God is going to use those vessels of honor those that have said yes to him, even though they have cracks all over them, but they've repented and they've said, Lord, I'm ready to be used by you because I am what I am only by your grace. Okay. So what is begins in your heart and your spirit eventually lines up with the visible. There is a new order manifesting. Listen to me on January 30th, same morning that I told you about when I was going to do that prayer call for face God Gordon, I kept hearing in my spirit and we'll close with this. I kept hearing a new order of things is, is manifesting, a new order. And this is found in Revelations 21. Okay? God said, listen, I'm going to make all things new. Okay? He said, he said I'm going to dwell in them, and I am going to be their God, and he, they're going to be my people. God himself will be with them. And verse 4, I love that. God is with us. He's with us. We're not alone. We're not doing this alone. He's with us. We're building his kingdom. And God said, verse 4, and I will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. Now, he's speaking, of course, what's to come. But I want you to receive this prophetically. We're not teaching. I'm not teaching you like I normally do. We're doing this. This is a prophetic word. There shall be no more pain. Now, listen. Now, this version says, for the former things have passed away. Another translation says, what I heard on the inside of me was the new order of things has passed away. The old order, I'm sorry, of things has passed away. So it's the dawn of a new day. It's the dawn of a new time. Are we ready for it? Get ready. 
I'm going to tell you, the other morning I woke up and I heard a secular song. It was the song that's by Chicago. And it's the song, does anybody really know what time it is? And I'm going to, as we close, I'm going to read this. As I was walking down the street one day, a man, I didn't know all the words. A man came up to me and asked me, what time was that on my watch? Yeah, and I said, does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? So I can't imagine, does anybody really care? Okay, if so, I can't imagine why. We've all got time enough to cry. As I was walking down the street one day, a pretty lady looked at me and said her diamond watch had stopped cold dead. And I said, does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? So I can't imagine why we've all got time enough to cry. As I was walking down the street one day, being pushed and shoved by people trying to beat the clock, and oh, I just don't know, I just don't know. And I said, yes, I said, does anybody really know what time it is? People running everywhere, don't know where to go, don't know where I am, can't see past the next step, don't have time to think past the last mile, have no time to look around, just run around, run around and think why. Does anybody know what time it is? Does anybody really care? I am telling you, we are living in the last days. The other day I was praying and I kept praying out, last days, the last days, the Shekinah, the last days. We are truly living in the last days. This is the time and this is the season of miracles, signs, wonders, and God is getting us ready. Do you know what time it is? It's time for us to fulfill our purpose, fulfill our destiny, and be everything God has called us to be. I'm going to go ahead and pray. And if you just joined us, please listen to this whole uh, broadcast. God has a word for you. And if you would please share this on your wall, people always go on and listen after the fact. Okay, I'm going to pray for you. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. Hmm. I am a, I, keep, I heard him say, I am establishing a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I am doing a new thing, and many of my people are perceiving it. And they're running the race that is set before them, and they are laying aside all the weights that are keeping them from entering into the fullness of their destiny. Father, I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice who are listening now and who are listening later. Father, I just release into their hearts and release up out of their hearts the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, the plan and the purpose and the destiny that you have for them individually. And if they're a pastor or a leader, corporately in their churches and as leaders, Father, I ask that you give them the wisdom to discern what is in their own heart and minds and what is in your heart and mind. Father, I speak blessings. Does anybody really know what time it is? Lord, help us to understand the times and the seasons that we live in. Help us to be those vessels of honor that are meet for the master's use. Help us to rightly divide the word of truth and understand your heart and be the Esthers that you've called us to be. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project Podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.